the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Another award show and another chance to display the fake morality of the elite and the privileged. I don't know if I don't know if I can take it just another day. I just love it so very, very much. Celebrities yesterday chose to wear an orange lapel pin. Now, I don't have my color decoder kit yet, but apparently that was to support gun control on behalf of the organization Everytown for Gun Safety. This is a group that raises awareness about gun violence protection. Oh. They say their pins are a reminder that we sh- there's more we can all and should do to prevent more uh, acts of gun violence. Okay. Uh, I didn't actually see any of it. I didn't turn on the Oscars. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I watched some clips so I could talk about it so you didn't have to. But don't worry. This is the only monologue about the Oscars here. And this is, this is all I have to say. You know, just reading the monologue of uh, Jimmy Kimmel says everything we need to know. There is only one place for any kind of conservative, anybody who believes in the Constitution, anybody who believes in um, preserving the good thing, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And that is as a butt of jokes. That's it. That's all we are. And that's fine. I mean, you can have your little community and, you know, there are little communities that make Hollywood the butt of their jokes. And that's totally fine. But Hollywood, you need to understand we don't really care anymore because we don't really need you anymore. We really don't. You need us more than we need you. Are we going to boycott your movies? Nah, no. For the most part, we'll still go. Um, But we'll be probably a little more selective but it's not like the days of the studio system anymore. We really don't need you. We don't need the movie theaters. And the movie theaters know this. This is why they're all of a sudden, hey, I got an idea. We'll serve steak. Because we don't even need that. We have Netflix. We have Amazon. We have YouTube. We have our own independent channels. We don't need all of this anymore. And here's the thing. We're not victims. We're not victims. People who uh, believe in self-reliance believe you do what you want to do. We'll do what we want to do. So I ain't going to react to you. We'll just create. Now, I, I encourage those who are creative to actually create. Because we can either complain or we can create. The, the, the basic choice is, how do you look at life? This is the way I look at it. Life happens for us, not to us. It's Monday, March 5th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. So welcome to the program. That's as much Oscar talk as you're going to get. Who won? I don't care. What were they wearing? Don't care. What happened? Yeah, but you see that cinematography award? That was amazing. (laughs) I actually care about those kinds of things, but I don't care who they say is the best, you know, cinematographer. Don't care. Don't care. They play no role in my life. I don't care. You got to see every movie that comes out. Right. But I don't, I don't care what they say about it. No. I care what I, I don't, I don't care about the critics. I use Rotten Tomatoes 
and I look at not the critic score. I don't care what the critics say. Nobody should care what I say about movies. What does the average person say about movies? You know what? Show me that score. That one I care. I care about because most people are using movies the way movies were intended. It's a form of entertainment. It's a form of escape. I go, can I escape for a few minutes? Can I go in there and just pretend that the world isn't burning down? If so, I'm there. Yeah. And then there's the 10% of movies that make point. 1% of the revenue for the movie companies that win all the awards and they're all message movies yeah and they're all movies uh that are that have these like these messages and the director goes up there every time they win and they talk about how they crafted this message because they thought it was so important that people knew about it and were influenced by it and then when you say uh anything about violence in movies or sex in movies there's absolutely no influence oh in movies whatsoever you're, it's, you're, you're so right <laughs> so listen to this one listen to this one so, uh, did you see Black Panther yet? You no. hate those kind of movies. I'm not a big superhero yeah. movie guy. So, um, I, I saw it. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I watched afterwards, I watched like a five-minute YouTube clip of the director talking about what he what the choices he made. Oh, okay. And at one, at one scene, he was like, if you look here on her shoulder, uh, that fabric print is actually, I don't know, something. Something from Zimbabwe. I have no idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, uh, but but fr- I want to freeze the frame right here. Okay, so the frame, the, the camera is moving, and it shows the main character, and he freezes it at a point to where somebody on, I don't know, a right or left was wearing black. She was wearing green, and the other person on the other side of her shoulder was wearing red. And he's like, the colors of the African nationalist flag. And I'm like, dude, if you wouldn't have stopped it, nobody would have noticed that. You are way overthinking this because nobody picked up on that. When's the next explosion? (laughs) It was like, wow, you're overthinking. So I'm not really going to listen to you on whether this is a good movie or a bad movie because you're overthinking it. Um, The the interesting thing is uh, how the movies are... So anti-gun. The Hollywood is so anti-gun. And yet, they don't have a problem with putting in the... I saw um, a, a PG-13, you know, warning. Have, do you ever read those? Every once in a while. And some, there's really, like, smoking is okay. in there sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. PG-13 can be PG-13 for recreational cigarette smoking. <laughs> okay, not dope smoking. <laughs> cigarette smoking. Okay, recreation. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not recreational. It's secondhand smoke. That's what it is. Secondhand, secondhand smoke? smoke. I don't remember what movie it was. I saw it. I saw either a trailer or the movie, and I was like, "What? What? Secondhand <laughs> smoke? Can I get? Am I breathing it in from the scene? Why do I care about secondhand smoke? They care so deeply about that, and they care that you know that's that's irresponsible. That's irresponsible, mm-hmm. and we have to have role models in our movies, but they don't have a problem with all the gunfire they don't have a problem with all the violence they don't have a problem with they refuse to look at that which makes it it just it makes them a joke it makes them a joke and we should start looking at it that way oh hollywood you're so cute with your little orange sign oh you don't like guns who's funny (laughs) you are because people who smoke or don't smoke it's not going to affect how much money that they bring in and you know any given weekend you start taking guns out of movies people stop showing up Yes, 
Because no boom boom. Right, no boom boom. People like the <laughs> People boom like boom booms. <laughs> I like this one because it goes boom in the middle. <laughs> that's, that's what I, I like. I, that's I, what I like. Booms. I like Jerry Bruckheimer because I know his movies always go boom. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Why do you put all those stupid speakers in, in the theaters? <laughs> right. oh, well, otherwise, I could just watch it on my phone. Right. Can you make the actors talk less and just make more <laughs> things go boom? Here's an idea. Could we make the actors go boom in the movies? This is this is the conversation that uh, Hollywood imagines we all have, and it's it's more true than they think it is, right? I mean, it's not exactly true. I don't want to just see ex- explosions. No, in a movie, I mean, but, well, like, occasional conversation would be okay. Um, I can handle this. Wasn't that cool? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's basically what we want from Hollywood. I, I mean, I actually like the stupid artsy movies that sometimes so get fe- be featured in there. I know you're. A, I mean, because you know you're big on movies. Like this is one of your biggest passions, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just I, I, the condescension is just it's it, it's irritating. But I think I'm with you in that I really just don't care. The, people on the conservative media were all fired up about the Jimmy Kimmel stuff from uh, from his speech. I, there was never a moment where it really bothered me. Yeah, he took a couple shots at Trump. Yeah, he took a couple shots at conservatives. Sure, he does. It all, it's all part of it. And I, it, whatever. Look, the only problem. I, we know they're liberal. The, the only problem is, is that he gave that, you know, that almost that teary-eyed, you know, interview last week where I don't want to offend anyone. I, <laughs> I'm going to try. Come on, Come man. On. Shut we know up. you do. Shut up. We know you do. So it's, uh, it's okay. I, I expected it. This is the way it always is. I mean, I remember my father and my grandfather watching the Oscars in 1972. What the hell is wrong with those freaks? <laughs> I mean, nothing has changed. No, no. Nothing has changed. So let's just l- l- let's just uh, let it go. There's not anything more important in society that you'd want to focus no. on today, right? There's nothing no. you can think of. Hey, have you heard what's happening in South Africa? No, I'm, I'm an American citizen. Yeah, so no, I've most not. people haven't heard. Uh, the new president has just said the time for reconciliation is over and oh. uh, we're going to confiscate all property from white people. Now, that's worked out well when it's been attempted in the past. Well, no, uh, they did it in Zimbabwe where they took all the white farmers and everybody starved to death. Yeah, that was an issue. OK, but minor this time, concern. this time, the president of South Africa has said, we're going to do it without the food shortage problem. Oh, that was the big problem with Zimbabwe because yeah. they came out right off the bat and were like, we want food shortages because of the result <laughs> right. of this. Right. No, they're going to they're going to push the other way. No, they're going to push oh, the other way. That's an interesting so twist on the that'll policy. Be good. Yeah. And uh, the time for reconciliation is over. Not talking about that. Nobody's even huh. really because it's the, it's the, the most the, successful, stable country in all of Africa. Yeah. I mean, the continent uh, all chases South Africa. If they start going that way, yeah, it's not going to be happen. good. Yeah. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And there's now a petition for Donald Trump to let the Afrikaners into America because they're losing. They have no place to go. They're losing all their property, all their wealth, everything. It could be a full-fledged race war. Uh, and can you imagine Donald Trump? And no to Somalia. Yes to the white guys in Africa. <laughs> I mean, that's just not going to. Just to piss off Chris Cuomo, it may be worth doing. But uh, can you imagine what CNN would do if that actually Oh, my happened? gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, it's not good. It's no. really not good. It's really not good. So we got that going for us. Hey, I, um, I was thinking a lot about the whole, you know what the problem is? Guns. Thinking about that. Uh, this weekend and um, um, I'm reading a book on personal responsibility and uh, it got me to thinking maybe hear me out 
Maybe guns are not the problem. It's time we do something, Glenn. Why? This this same old argument, the same I, old position. Could you remember? Could you just write that? I want you to literally write that okay, down. I'm going to write down. We right must do something. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.